0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey y'all, welcome to the Christian Bay TV and podcast where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about, you better not move. And we're coming from the book of Daniel chapter three, and we're gonna be focusing on verses 12 through 27. So grab your journals. So this morning while I was making breakfast, God began to download in my spirit and speak to me about the importance of standing and being still when it comes to the word that he has given you or what he has spoken you spoken to you over your life. And what he said is the minute that you move, that's when something can break. If you think about putting a vase or something on a counter or you think about any type of object when it begins to wobble it has the opportunity to actually fall and break but as long as it's flat footed on a surface solid and still there's no chance of it breaking unless a strong wind or a strong force comes against it and when it comes to the word of God and what God tells you and what God says about your life he handles the strong force all you have to do is stand but if you are not flat footed if you begin to wobble there's a chance that you're just gonna fall over and break so he was saying it's important not to move and that's when he gave me the title of today's podcast you better not move I don't care what's coming your way I don't care what they're saying I don't care what it looks like what the enemy will do is he'll send circumstances and people with opinions and different situations your way that don't hold the weight to actually move you but if they get in your head the enemy is praying that you'll move yourself the enemy is praying that you will take yourself out of the ring because you're looking at this circumstance and you're looking at this situation and you're giving it more power than it actually has. so god is saying today you better not move i don't care what it looks like i don't care what it feels like i don't care what they're saying you better not move because what i said is the only thing that matters and if it actually had the weight to take you out it would have took you out by now but it didn't so the enemy is using it to try to get you to take yourself out because he doesn't have power to take you out. You better not move. You better stand flat footed. You better stand on the word. You better look that situation in the face and say, but this is what God said. You better look that circumstance in the face and say, but this is what God said. You better not move because if you move, if you begin to wobble, if you begin to worry, if you begin to grow weary, now you're rocking side to side. And God said now you actually can fail. Now you actually can tap out. Now you actually can lose it. Now you actually can be destroyed because because you're allowing yourself to wobble. I've given you authority. I've given you boldness. I've given you provision. You better not move. You better stand flat footed. You better stand on what I told you. I don't care what it looks like. You better not move. The book of Daniel talks about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And this was the first story that came to mind as he began to download this word in my spirit. So we're going to be focusing on Daniel chapter 3 verses 12 through 27. And verse 12 starts off by saying, there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego who pay no attention to you your majesty. So what's happening is King Nebuchadnezzar has already made this decree. He has basically said that everyone must fall down and worship the image of gold that he has set up and if they do not fall down and worship it they will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. This is Daniel chapter 3 verse 6 where King Nebuchadnezzar is telling everyone everybody if you don't fall down and worship what I have created then you will be thrown into a blazing furnace and now there's somebody coming back to King Nebuchadnezzar and saying in verse 12 but there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon Shadrach Meshach and Abednego who pay no attention to you your majesty you know when you're living according to God's will and God's word for your life there's always somebody who worrying about what you got going on there's always somebody who's stalking you there's always somebody who trying to keep up with you why are you so focused on me I'm not focused on you I'm not worried about what you got going on but every time I turn around you got my name in your mouth every time I turn around you focused on what I'm focused on if you was worried about yours mine shouldn't matter every time I turn around you worrying about me doing what God told me to do so there was somebody that went to King Nebuchadnezzar and said Shadrach Meshach and Abednego they not paying you no attention at all and we know we hate a snitch so this person already getting on my nerve and they can Continue to say they neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up and what god showed me is that they are not serving king nebuchadnezzar and they are not serving the threat that he created see the thing is when the enemy sends circumstances or situations your way he has to send it through a person and he's using that person to deliver his threat so shadrach meshach and abednego is showing us don't serve the person and don't sure don't serve their threat i don't care who it is that's coming your way i don't care if it's your mama or your boss i don't care if it's your friend or your man don't serve the person and also don't serve the threat that they're sending your way king nebuchadnezzar created this image of gold that he wanted everybody to serve and bow down to and shadrach meshach and abednego was like i'm not worried about the person or what they talking about the man said they pay you no attention so it doesn't matter who it is and it doesn't matter what they said they don't get my attention because i only serve one god But what God wanted me to share with you guys today is when you have this mindset, when you take this posture on, and when you stand on this, when you get bold with this and say, I don't care who it is and I don't care what they saying, I'm standing on the word of God. God said, you need to expect a threat. There's always going to be a threat against the word of God. And it doesn't even have to be that you put yourself in a situation to even deserve the threat. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't go to the king talking crazy. They didn't go to the king saying, We ain't finna do this and we ain't finna do that. They was minding their business and some little snitch running to the king talking about them. This thing came to them. They wasn't asking for trouble. They wasn't starting no war. I'm just over here doing what God told me to do. And now it seems like all hell is breaking loose because I'm standing on God's word. But God said, when you follow my word, when you live in my way, expect the threat. So when you read verses 13 through 15, it says that furious with rage, King Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these men were brought before the king. And he basically said, like, I heard that y'all not serving my gods and y'all not worshiping what I created. Y'all basically, basically not listening to me. In verse 15, it says, but if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hands? See, this is the threat. And the thing about the enemy is he thinks that you don't know the threat from the beginning I already knew it was gonna be a threat when I decided to follow God I already knew it was gonna be a threat when I decided to stand on the word of God I already knew it was gonna be a threat when I decided I hear what they saying but I'm not gonna move so then the enemy comes to you and he says well let me remind you of what the threat is because Shadrach Meshach and Abednego didn't need no reminding they already knew but he said let me get you in front of me let me bring you into the room let me bring you into where I'm at to try to make my authority authority Or make my title make you back down. So let me remind you of the consequences of following Christ. He said, "If you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing fire. Then what God will be able to rescue you? Because once they realize that you're not bothered by the first threat, they try to send a, a second threat that'll belittle you." He said, "Not only will you be thrown into a blazing fire, but what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Oh, now you coming against my God? Oh, now you coming against my?" beliefs oh now you coming against my character oh now you coming against my integrity now you trying to throw a little more salt on it because you realize the first thing that you said didn't make me move so now you trying to take it up another notch and even when the king took it up another notch by now talking about their God, by now talking about their beliefs, by now tearing down your character, by now questioning your intentions, by now making it seem like you're a bad person, by now trying to drag your name, even when the king took it a step up, it says in verse 16 Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, I'm going to refer to you as your title because it's not that I'm disrespecting you. It's not that I don't think you a king. I just want you to know that I only serve one king it's not that I'm trying to come against you I'm just not going against my god I didn't really want no battles I didn't really want no problems I just knew what my position is so they said king Nebuchadnezzar we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter if we are thrown into the blazing furnace the god we serve is able to deliver us from it see I don't know about the god that you serve and I don't know about what you used to and I don't know how it usually plays out for you but the god we serve is able to deliver us from it and he will deliver us. He said, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, even if it does not play out the way that I think is gonna play out, even if it does not work in my favor, the way that I think is gonna work in my favor, even if it does not end how I say it's gonna end, they said, even if he does not We want you to know, your majesty, let me go back to your title. I want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. You better not move. I don't care if the situation don't end how you want it to end. You better not move. I don't care if it looks like it's not changing. You better not move. I don't care if it looks like it's about to end the way that the the threat said is going to end. You better not move. I don't care if the enemies are laughing at you. I don't care if the threats continue to form, you better not move. I don't care if they continue to add different levels onto the threats, you better not move. I don't care if the people begin to crowd up and get other people to come against you, you better not move. I don't care if it feels like you're growing weary and it feels like God, I'm praying and you're not answering me, you better not move. They said even if he does not answer my prayer, even if he does not make a way, even if he does not pay the bill, even if he does not let me stay at the job, even if he does Does not give me the raise, even if he does not save the child, I will still not worship the God that you want me to worship. Because I believe in my God, even when the circumstances don't play out the way that I want it to play out, you better not move as you continue to read verse 19 it says then nebuchadnezzar was furious with shadrach meshach and abednego because see people don't like when you know your character people don't like when you're confident in god people don't like when you're not moved by their threats people don't like when they can't shake you off your post. people don't like when you're unbothered people don't like when you're confident in what you know how is she so confident you don't even see this happening yet nothing has changed how is she so bold in what she's believing how is she standing on this and i have all this power how Was she standing standing on this and I have this title people don't like when you're not moved by their attempts to take down your anointing people don't like when you're not moved by their attempts to destroy your character so it says in verse 19 then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach Meshach and Abednego and his attitude towards them changed see when people begin to act different towards you I want you to know that they're not mad at you they're mad at the anointing that's in you they're mad at the word that God has placed inside of you because it's nothing that you did to them, all you did was follow God's word, all you did was do what God told you to do, so they shouldn't be bothered or upset, but they are. So it says, in his attitude toward them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. And when I read that, God said, expect double trouble when you do what I have caused you to do. Cause see the King was trying to act like he wasn't bothered by Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego serving God. But if you're not bothered, why are you turning up the heat seven times harder than usual? See, when people begin to operate outside of how they usually operate, that's how you know that God is in the midst of it. Cause y'all don't usually do it like this at this job. Y'all don't usually do it like this at this school. Y'all don't usually do it like this at family functions but the minute I start doing what God told me to do, the minute I start standing on God's word, y'all start moving outside of y'all system, y'all watched Sarah's sermon last night, it was great, the minute I start standing on God's word, y'all start changing the way that y'all do stuff and it says, and he commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace, not you had to call out the big dogs, not you had to pull out your big weapons, not you had to go get your strongest soldiers, but if you don't believe my God, you don't worship my God, you don't serve my God, why you moving like you scared? Why you had to go get the strongest soldiers? Why you had to turn up the furnace seven times harder than usual? Because you know you're not dealing with an average God. You know you're not dealing with a little dog. You know you're not dealing with a rookie. You know you're not dealing with a beginner. So you gotta pull out your biggest threats. See, that's why when people come against you and it's like they treating you worse than they treat other people and they coming at you harder than they come at other people and they're doing you worse than they normally do other people it's because they see the god in you and they're not just coming against you they're coming against the power that god has placed inside of you they're not just coming against you they're coming against the god that's behind you so when you continue to read verse 21 it says so these men wearing their robes trousers turbans and other clothes were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace The king's command was so urgent and the furnace was so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace. Not you about to hurt yourself trying to hurt me. You done turned up the heat seven times hotter than usual. And now you're killing your soldiers that you sent to tie me up. I'm sorry, not just your soldiers, because I remember you said you used your strongest soldiers. So now you're killing the best soldiers that you have trying to hurt me. You're going to hurt yourself trying to hurt me. You're going to wreck out trying to wreck me. You're going to destroy yourself trying to stop my destiny. It says that the the fire was so hot that it killed the soldiers and he was using his strongest soldiers not you weakening your your army because you trying to make me worship you not you weakening yourself because you trying to come against the will of God and it says and these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace which means that they wasn't killed because of the fire flames but his strongest soldiers were y'all I can't even talk it means that they weren't killed because of the fire flames but his strongest soldiers were and it says that it was urgently. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace was so hot because you want to hurry up and try to stop the word of God. See, when you following the word of God, people not only try to turn up the heat seven times, but they try to move quickly because, you know, I serve a quick God. You know, he do his thing. And when he do his thing, you know, he going to show out. So whatever it is that you're trying to do, you got to do it quickly. And not only do you have to do it quickly, you have to do it seven times hotter, and you got to pull out your biggest weight weapons and you got to call out your strongest soldiers but you so busy trying to destroy me that you about to wreck out you so busy trying to destroy me that the fire that you set up for me is actually killing your strongest soldiers now one thing that I always like to teach you guys on this podcast and y'all I gotta stop yelling because I'm about to lose my voice (laughs) one thing I always try to teach y'all on this podcast is that when the Bible says something, they say it for a reason. So I literally underline where it says that these men wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. So they had on a whole bunch of clothes when they were thrown into this blazing furnace. And it also says in verse 23, and these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace so i want y'all to remember that they had on a bunch of clothes and they were firmly tied into this fire that was so hot that the flames of the fire killed it didn't even even say the fire y'all it said the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took them up the soldiers didn't go in the fire they were walking shadrach meshach and abednego to the fire and the fire was so hot that the flames reached them and killed them before they even got to the fire but it says that these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace when you get to verse 24 this is the verse this is the moment that matters it says then king nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire not you questioning your advisors this was your plan so why you acting like you don't know what you did see you so confused now my god is such a good god that he he's known for confusing the enemy he's known for confusing the camp and you told them to throw us in here so now why are you asking them weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire and it says, they replied, certainly, your majesty. I know they was looking like, is he, done, he done lost his mind. Of course, it was three men. You done called out the big dogs. You done turned up the fire for these three men. Why are you asking us if it was three men? And it said in verse 25, he said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. And this is the moment that matters because when you stand on God's word and when you do you better not move when you don't move you know how your mama used to tell you you better not move and if she give you that look you better not move and you know I better not move God is saying you better not move because when you stand on God's word regardless of what the consequences is regardless of what situation is coming your way when you stand on God's word the enemy will see what God said without you having to do any convincing it doesn't say that Shadrach Meshach and Abednego start jumping up and down and trying to convince him of God they just walked into the fire whatever consequences come with Christ I'm okay with that but it says he said in verse 25 look I see four men walking around in the fire unbound and unharmed and the fourth looks like a son of the God not they walking around when they were thrown in tied up how you go from being firmly let's go back to verse 22 where it says these men were firmly tied up like the Bible is intentional y'all it wanted us to know they didn't just tie them up loosely this wasn't just a tying that they could have undid themselves. these were the strongest soldiers so they tied them up firmly I'ma make sure you don't get out of this they firmly tied them up and threw them into the blazing furnace and now two verses later it says I see four men walking around in the fire unbound Them t- that ties us off whatever tie whatever thing they trying to tie you up in whatever way they are trying to bound you down it says they were walking around unbound and unharmed and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. And I don't know your situation And I don't know the circumstances And I don't know what they're saying they're gonna do to you I don't know what the threat is And I don't know what they added on top of the threat And I don't know how they're trying to tie your hands up And push your back against the wall And I don't know what they're trying to do to make you bend Or make you begin to move off the word that God gave you But God is saying today That they firmly threw in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego And when they looked in the fire They had to still go in the fire See, this is the part that we rarely talk about about because we want God to put out the fire before we get to it but it was in the fire that the moment that matters happened it was in the fire that the, that King Nebuchadnezzar realized that even when you throw me in the fire my God will show up there see he'll come up in the midst of the situation he'll step in in the midst of the storm see you thought I was gonna stop worshiping my God because it seemed like the fire was getting hot but you didn't know what type of God I serve you didn't know that my God will get in with me and the way you try to firmly tie me up yeah he'll pop that off of me and he'll walk around the fire with me they weren't in the fire crying they weren't in the fire in the corner they weren't in the fire bent up it says they were walking around unbound and unharmed God will take the storm that they try to place you in and give you authority in that situation I'm gonna allow you to walk around this mess I'm gonna allow you to walk around this fire I'm gonna allow you to walk around this circumstance I'm gonna give you authority in what they tried to use against you. See, this is the moment that matters because this is the moment that the enemy hearts changes. See, I want you to know that as a vessel of God, God is using you to change the heart of people in this world. And it'll be the people that come against you. It'll be the people that throw you in the fire. It'll be the people that talk down on you. It'll be the people that tie you up. It'll be the people that try to take you out that God says, I'm going to use you to change their heart, but I just need you to stand firm. you be better not move because I'm gonna bring a miracle through you I'm gonna bring a blessing through you and everything that they try to use against you I'm gonna give you power over that thing but you better not move this is the moment that matters because it says the king jumped it says the king leaped to his feet in amazement and he began to ask his workers do y'all see It said he said look he's showing them not only is God making a believer out of him but he's also making a believer out of the people that work for him he said look I I see four men walking and not, he said, he also looks like a son of the gods, not you recognizing my God, not you recognizing what my father looks like in the midst of this mess that you created. He said the fourth one looks like a son of God and this is why God is saying you better not move, because I'm going to make a believer out of them through you, I'm going to make a miracle happen in front of them through you, I'm going to make a breakthrough happen in front of them through you I'm going to untie you from this situation I'm going to give you peace in this situation see King Nebuchadnezzar said they're walking around unbound and unharmed. the last thing that he forgot is unbothered, because I'm in the storm that you threw me in unbothered, I'm in the fire that you threw me in unbothered, I'm in the circumstance you threw me in unbothered because I did not move. When you continue to read verse 26, and y'all, we only got two more verses to go. I know this episode probably gonna be long. <laughs> but when you continue to read verse 26, it says, Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God, come out, come here. God is gonna change the way they talk to you. God is gonna change the way they address you. God is gonna change the way that they speak to you. You're gonna have to change your tone when you talk." to me. You're going to have to talk to me with a lot more respect, not a little more respect, a lot more respect, not because of who I am, but because of the God that I serve. You're going to have to watch your tone when you are talking to me. You're going to have to check your posture when you presenting yourself to me. He said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God, come out and come here. See, I want you to know that there's some fires that you're going through and there's some storms that you're going through, not because God doesn't be, doesn't love you, but because God is making others a believer through you and they gonna have to respect you they gonna have to respect your anointing they gonna have to change the way they talk to you they gonna have to change the way they treat you they gonna have to change the way they come at you because of the god that is in you so when you continue to read it says so shagrat meshach and Abednego came out of the fire and the satraps Prefects, governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. Not not the leaders crowding around little old me, not the people with all the titles coming up, the little old me, not all your advisors that helped you plot against me coming up and crowding around me. See, not not the people that was plotting against us now want to be a part of us, not the people that was looking down on us coming because they amazed by us. It says all the governors and all the royal advisors, they crowded around them and it says they saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies nor was a hair of their heads seen their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them remember i told y'all in verse 20 where it mentioned in verse 21 where it mentioned that the men were wearing robes and trousers and turbans and other clothes and i said the bible is intentional with including details because there's a message behind the details god wanted us to know that not only were they not harmed by the fire but everything attached to them was also not harmed. None of my clothes is burnt by this fire. None of my businesses is burnt by this fire. None of my friends are burnt by this fire. None of my family members are burnt by this fire because see the anointing that God has placed over my life is placed on me and everything connected to me. Everything that connected to me must prosper. Everything that's connected to me is protected. Everything that's connected to me is favored. My children are favored. My family is favored and it doesn't matter what circumstance you throw me in. It doesn't matter what storm you throw me out in. Me and everything connected to me is covered by my anointing. Is covered by the spirit of God. And that's the seed for today's word. It's spirit strong because in this moment, God showed not only Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego His power, but He also showed King Nebuchadnezzar and all of His royal friends, and the in the governors and the royal advisors. They all got a chance to witness the power of God and the strength of the spirit. Today's seed is the spirit strong seed, and that seed is because this is the spirit of God that not only covered the three men, but covered everything that they had on it says there was no smell of the fire on them see in verse 27 where it mentions that they saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies nor was a hair on their head saying nor were their robes not scars and there was no smell of fire on them god was showing the strength of his spirit spirit strong is today's seed because god is making it clear to the advisors god is making it clear to shadrach meshach and abednego god is making it clear to king nebuchadnezzar that my spirit is strong enough to cover you in the midst of any storm, to cover you in the midst of any circumstance, to cover you in the midst of a blazing fire, a blazing furnace that's seven times hotter than normal. I don't care if it was 10 times hotter. My spirit is just that strong to not only cover you, but also cover everything that's attached to you. It says that they left there and there was no smell of fire on them. And what God wants me to tell you today is that there will be no sign of the storm that you went through. There will be no sign of the fire that they took you through. there would be no sign of the circumstances that you had to push through God said you better not move because I want you to understand that my spirit is so strong that I'm going to cover every area when you enter this circumstance when you enter this storm when you enter this fire I'm not only going to protect you but I'm going to protect everything attached to you and not only am I going to protect it with my spirit but I'm going to make sure there's no sign of what you went through after you get through it because it's the guarantee you're going to get through it because i gave you my word and when i give you my word i send my word with you and my word can stand up against the hottest furnace it says that the the strongest soldiers died from the flames of the furnace They wasn't even in the furnace y'all it was just from the flames of them walking near see the thing is with god's spirit with god's word with god's power the things that's supposed to take you out the thing that's supposed to kill you the thing that's supposed to destroy you god said you when you get close to these type of things these type of things are supposed to destroy you this disease is supposed to kill you this type of situation is supposed to make you lose your mind but with my spirit but with my word i can make you stand against the strongest of fires i can make you stand in the toughest of situations i can make you come out victorious through the toughest of storms just with my spirit alone And when you're standing on the word of God and you're believing the word of God and you get in your mindset, I better not move and I'm not going to move. God wants you to know that there are some situations and some circumstances that others got close to and they died. But God is going to allow you to go in and survive. See, they just got close to going through the eviction. They just got close to going through losing a job. They just got close to losing the relationship. And God is saying, I'm going to let you go in it and still survive. You're going to actually lose the job and still survive. You're going to lose the relationship and still survive. You're going to lose the trial and still survive. You're going to get the bad report and still survive because that's where, that's the moment that matters. Because I'm going to make a believer out of you and everybody that's connected to you in the midst of the Circumstance And my spirit is so strong that I'm not only going to connect, I'm not only going to protect you, but I'm going to protect everything that's connected to you. And I'm going to make sure there's no smell on you. I'm going to make sure there's no scars on you. I'm going to make sure people can't tell what you went through until you open your mouth to tell them about your testimony. I'm just that good of a God. My spirit is just that strong that it can cover you before you get in a mess, while you in a mess and after the mess. It won't even look like you went through a mess because my spirit is just that strong. There will be no trace of the threats they sent against you. The spirit of God protects you from the things that you naturally wouldn't or couldn't be protected from. See, these things that naturally should have left a scent on you or naturally should have left a scar on you. God says, I got that handle. God says, I'm going to actually cover that. You don't even have to worry about it. See, because us as being humans, we worried about it before it. And then we're in the midst of it. We worried about getting through it. And then after we get through it, we worried about looking like we went through it. And we worried about what people got to say about us after we get through it. And God said, I'm such a good God. I got all the areas covered. I got you before. I got you while you're in it. I'm in it with you. And when you come out of it, you're not going to look like what you've been through. Because my spirit's strong. Today see the spirit strong seed. My, my spirit strong. My spirit strong against the king. My spirit strong against the furnace. My spirit strong against seven times hotter than usual. My spirit strong against the strongest soldiers. My spirit strong against him moving urgently. My spirit strong against them tying you firmly. My spirit strong against them putting you in the fire. It's one thing to receive a threat, but when they actually go through a threat, you know that's when anxiety starts creeping up. Because they actually finna do this. You actually finna put me out. You actually finna to treat me like this you actually talking down on me you actually coming against me it's one thing to be in a threat but when you actually go through it God said my spirit's strong even when you're in it and I'm gonna make a believer out of everybody that tried to come against you because my spirit's strong Daniel chapter three ends with King Nebuchadnezzar giving praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any other God except their own. Therefore, I declare that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble for no other God can save in this way. Then the king promoted promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Promotion is coming in, coming your way, but you better not move. Elevation is coming your way, but you better not move. Breakthrough is coming your way, but you better not move. And I don't care what title they got. I don't care how many times they t- they turn up the heat. I don't care what threat they send your way. I don't care if they got advisors working for them. I don't care if they call in their strongest soldiers, you better not move. And if you're sowing the spirit strong seed, that information will be in the description. You can sow it to dollar sign to Christian Bay or PayPal's of the Christian Bay at gmail.com. You better not move because everyone that raises their tongue against you will have to correct their tone when it comes to you. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to even be on this podcast, listening to this podcast. Father God, I thank you for using me as your vessel. I thank you for this fresh revelation, this fresh word. Father God, I pray that this word reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach. And I pray that this word plants a seed of boldness. Father God, I pray that this word plants a seed of reassurance. I pray that this word plants a seed of provision. Father God, let them know that you are the God that goes before us. And even in the midst of our mess, you know how you're going to make a miracle out of it Father God but we better not move we gotta stand on your word Father God give us the courage and the strength to stand flat footed on what you said regardless of what we see what we feel or who is coming against us give us the determination and the discipline to rely on you and no one else Father God to know that our destiny is attached to us being disciplined when it comes to the word that you have spoken over our lives and that you allow certain circumstances to come our way because those are the moments that matter because those are the moments where your miracle and your powers show up father God those are the moments where you have the opportunity to show the type of God that you truly are father God so today we claim that in the midst of the circumstance in the midst of the storm in the midst of the fire you will get in with us and we will be unbound unharmed and unbothered walking around the area that was meant to destroy us and taking dominion over it father God we thank you for giving us this revelation we thank you for giving us this provision and we thank you for the authority that you've given us that's attached to our anointing Father God. That you're the type of God that covers all areas, Father God. You cover us and everything attached to us, Father God. You cover us in the fire and once we get out the fire, you make sure there's no scent or there's no smell, Father God. So we thank you for allowing us to stand on what you said because we know that your word will never return to you void, Father God. I pray for those who sow into this word, Father God, that they receive a, a a harvest back, Father God, tenfold, Father God, that they receive your presence, that they receive a confirmation like no other father God that they receive confirmation that it's important to stand on your word and not move because when we move we rob ourselves of the ability of what you can do father God I pray over those who sow. I pray over those who listen I pray over those who stand I pray over those who pray I pray over those who believe father God that they will see the goodness of your hand father God we love you and we'll forever praise your name in Jesus name we pray Amen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay podcast and TV. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.